Hi, I'm Laura Flanders of The Laura Flanders Show. Watch every week on Free Speech TV, Link TV, YouTube, or if you're in New York, CUNY TV. Prefer to listen? Subscribe to the free podcast at lauraflanders.org. I end every week with a commentary. I call it the F word. Here's this week's. A collusion crisis. That's what the money media are facing since the attorney general released his summary of the special prosecutor's report. Barr says, Mueller says, he found no proof of a Russian Trump campaign conspiracy to undermine the elections. Oh no, how are cable companies going to keep their ratings with an audience that's collusion hooked? Media have no reason to worry. There is plenty of collusion in plain sight. And it wouldn't take a 22-month inquiry to find Trump conspiring with enemies of U.S. democracy if only the media would spend a fraction of the time they've spent covering Russiagate looking at Trump's relationship with killer corporations and hate groups. Let's start with the Trump administration's collusion with big business. After two deadly airplane crashes, Transportation Secretary Elaine Chao admitted to Congress this week that as a matter of routine, the administration largely leaves aviation employees at Boeing to regulate safety standards on Boeing aircraft, like the safety switch optional 737 MAX. While polls show that the majority of Americans say protection of the environment should be a priority, the Trump administration's colluded with industry to do exactly the opposite, granting, for example, nearly all the items on a wish list drawn up by the American Petroleum Institute within Trump's first year in office. Isn't it collusion when an administration puts at least 41 fossil fuel industry flecks in jobs where they can strip public regs to boost private profits? If it's collusion when it's with the Kremlin, why is it cronyism when the White House consorts with corporations to hijack the world's most powerful public office to serve undisclosed private interests? The capture of government by private interests didn't start with Trump, but under him the process is all but complete. Collusion between the administration and corporations is expansive and systematic, no matter how anyone votes. And while we're talking about voting, let's not forget Trump's collusion with thugs. Fifty-five years after the Civil Rights Act, lots of Americans still struggle to exercise their vote. In the run-up to the midterms, Trump's Justice Department demanded millions of voter records in obvious collusion with vote suppressors in North Carolina. Suppression shrinks turnout, as does intimidation, and a new study from the University of North Texas shows a staggering 226% rise in hate crimes in counties where Trump held rallies in 2016. Reports of hate crimes are up all over the country, apparently egged on by a president who boasts of assaulting women himself and refuses to condemn rallies by white supremacists. In New York last week, in the preliminary hearing of a man accused of defacing the African-American burial ground national monument with graffiti that read kill followed by a racist slur, the defense attorney simply compared his client's actions to the president's. When looked at side by side, his argument went, his client's vandalism and hate speech were not only par for the course, but they were clearly the less serious threat. So, undermining elections, obstructing justice, there is no shortage of evidence that the Trump administration's colluding with enemies of democracy of every sort. Sad to say he's not the first, but he could be the first to distract so many people so long, so effectively, with a collusion chase that misses the obvious. Is it over yet? Go to lauraflanders.org. It's where you can download this podcast. That's lauraflanders.org. You can always write to me, tell me what you think. We love to hear from you, and I get back to you as soon as I can. That's laura at lauraflanders.org.